0: Good afternoon, brothers and sisters.
1: Adun Shibu. I have
0: to today. So, hmm. Oh, I see that the cell phone is in the Buddhist library. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So at this point in time, uh, is the library is does is the library open for programs in the morning already? Probably so. Siu-in huh? uh, is also in the library. Looks like they are sitting, I think, opposite each other. Maybe, yeah, on the same table. <laughs> yeah, because I recognize the two background. <clears throat> uh yeah i'm sure some students are wondering like okay, how come we are not back in the buddhist library so the simple reason being in the past few weeks uh the the cluster situation is a bit volatile uh, yeah so decided um not to go back and forth when it's a bit more stable then we go back yeah prefer to have like one whole month there yeah, or either online or uh, at the Ludwig's library and not just keep on switching a bit disruptive. Yeah. So, uh, let me see who is new with us uh, for SGC. Let me look through the list. Huh? My sister and family, uh, Choi Kwan. Choi Kwan has joined us before right? uh, at SGC. Helen uh, has joined us before. Valerie, I think you joined before. (laughs) (laughs) Swapping looks quite familiar. I joined before. Then Vicky and And then our dear Sai Kyung. uh, uh, The hand can't quite draw (laughs) out. Then Lauma. Then Alvin uh, looking smart. Uh, Lock John. finally not in the office. (laughs) Uh, Tunjot, Tunjot. Tunjot, have you uh, joined us at the Buddhist Library before? Uh, No. No? Ah, okay. So, uh, would you like to, can you introduce yourself? Uh, How do you get to know about this uh, SGC?
1: Oh, uh, it's actually for my sister who
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. Hey, seems like hey, you have introduced before it yeah.
1: yeah.
0: For SGC, huh? Yes.
1: That uh, was
0: the second time I joined. Second time uh, I uh, no one knows I like, hey, see the sorry the, the, the background yeah, story yeah. is the same. The same same person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, welcome again. <laughs> To dry, sorry. Okay, every time I come ask me the same question. <laughs> okay, now we have Siu In, we have uh, Danny. Danny have introduced before, right? Yeah, and then that day he say, oh, this is, know, the First time or second time he saw me. That day he said the third time. <laughs> In that first, third time. And then Singling, and then Quack, Quack, how are you?
2: Ah, okay, okay.
0: Okay, uh. yeah. How yeah put the phone on the flat, on the table or on the floor?
2: No, no, on the sofa chair. Because oh. I'm uh charging. Uh. Oh,
0: I see. Mm. Yeah. Are you okay?
2: Mm, okay. Nah. A bit uh, giddy only. A bit,
0: huh? a, a bit giddy?
2: A giddy, yeah, giddy. Huh. Yeah.
0: Are you eating enough maybe
2: maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. yeah
0: maybe then we must we must send some food over
2: huh? <laughs> is that uh, my tummy can't eat like it's not that
0: your tummy can't eat your tummy can't digest your, your tummy because don't I eat one
2: got, i think i gastric or what no because i i got pain in stomach what?
0: oh I've been saying that I want to visit you but you can't say don't need lah, don't need lah. <laughs> until, until one day I visit you then it's the week, you know. Ah <laughs> <Huh>? uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to visit you only when it's the week, huh?
2: Everybody also like that. Wake then come. <laughs> no,
0: no, doesn't have to be. Can be visit, can be a visit before the week. It's like that, no?
2: Every time
0: this is the sad state of human relation.
2: Yeah, this, yeah, correct. right?
0: Correct, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Because of people like you, la. people want to visit you. you no need, no need, no need. Because,
2: some, uh, because nowadays it's like that. Wa. When, uh, when, when uh, people die, then they come. Wa. Or else they won't come. Wa.
0: Not that people <laughs> won't come. It's that you don't let people go.
2: No, la. sometimes they also don't bother. lah.
0: Oh. Also... so meaning that when you say don't come you're cake wanna you're just politely saying no need la, no need la. then after that you go and tell other other devotee that sifu talk only only say on the visit then i say don't need, then he really don't come
2: <laughs> no la i didn't go around telling all this la. now you oh. are you are telling uh openly, yeah. Uh, uh, so it's not me, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> so so
0: can hear. Quick thing I think about this, but never. Uh,
2: now, you uh, You <laughs> telling me like that? Everybody can hear you. Yeah, already. yeah. I know,
0: I know. I always tell to let the whole world know. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: okay, so Alvin, Alvin, after the tenth, uh, ah, yeah, uh, uh, four ah, arrange five小呃four小菩萨 5 yeah, sure. Sounds good. <laughs> hey quick, uh send us your address,
1: yeah? Yeah. yeah. Her politely de- declines.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so we must enforce our care and love for her. Make it mandatory.
2: i <laughs> I I'm not used to people um uh, doing that's that like I'm not used to people.
0: Yeah, that's why we must visit I, you.
1: I, I'm not used to people.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. Don't worry, we will not bring the hippo. We bring all sincere yeah.
2: ones. <laughs> uh, okay, cannot, uh, uh, cannot come you, in uh, too small.
0: <laughs> yeah, you think it's food very fat, is it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, no.
0: No, no, nah, we, we take 30 coming
2: a lot of things here. <laughs> I haven't cleared.
0: We'll, we'll settle this later, okay? Okay, there we are. Have... Need... Man, we need the self, yourself. Okay, then we have Cadell, Selfang, Polan, Esther, Esther. Is this the same Esther? Oh, this one is a different Esther. Oh, this one is the May Esther, Esther, is it? But missing. Then we have Ariel, then we have Esther Tan. Oh, Esther and Esther Tan, Esther Tan and Esther Tan, then the other is a different Esther. Okay. So let's get started. Today's talk is on the yoga teaching.
1: Yeah.
0: So, uh, <coughs> how uh, this this yoga teaching in Chinese is Wei uh, Shi, also known as Fa Xiang Zong. Wei Shi Fa Xiang in the Chinese Mahana uh, canon, it's known as Yu uh, Jie Bu or so or poop bu. yoga chara so in this um so in Buddhism there are various different schools right so this is one of the school and in and this school is uh attributed to two main um, teachers two main masters uh the first is uh uh pusak or as my teacher would call would say wu zhao <laughs> so in my mind has always been wu zhao yeah so that's a uh, venerable asanga and then his his brother uh basbandu yeah si qing pusa. so venerable uh bas uh, asanga and venerable basbandu yeah so the two of them uh Uh, attributed to have uh, taught the Yunggachara school and expounded the teachings on uh, Mahana teachings. Uh, So um, this occurred about 1500 over years ago. 1500 to 1600 between 4th to 5th century Common Era. Uh, uh, For some context breakfast came to Singapore only 200 years ago. Uh, uh, then uh, so they they are around the time about one thousand years after the Buddha, oh, uh, um, and prior to them there's a verbal Nagarjuna, uh, who 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 you can say he started the Madhyamika school, uh, school the Zhongguan. So as I've said in some classes before. Uh, when the question came up uh there's a bit of a background context to how or why this school started yeah, so this school advocates the 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 principle or the teaching that um our very existence in the world is all but mere consciousness, yeah, hence the term way yeah, and then uh so, so in all the various treaties and commentaries, uh the, the 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 teachings uh go about establishing how and why uh the our existence can be distilled down to but just consciousness. And so if it's just consciousness, then it means that the external physical world are also mere expressions of the consciousness. Yeah. Uh, for those who are uh, into the sci-fi genre, yeah, then you may you may find that hey, isn't this the same as the Matrix?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: but you must know that this school of thought, uh, this this uh, teaching, actually predates Matrix by uh, a good thousand five hundred years. Huh? the interesting thing is that the idea that this world. Is but just our mind, our consciousness. Uh, it's also found in the Western philosophy. Yeah, uh, I think it's Plato who who proposed uh, the thought experiment of the man uh, in a cave. Yeah, uh, the idea that if a if a person uh, from from young is brought up in a cave where he cannot move around and all he see is shadow play on the wall um, he wouldn't know better that this world is actually not just black and white that this world actually has 3d depth and one day if one of if one of them of this village uh, who live in a cave were to escape from the cave and see the whole world for what it is the person going back yeah would have difficulty explaining to <laughs> to the rest that the world actually has depth also and has colors because the rest has only seen uh, images that is just silhouette, yeah, shadow. Uh, fast forward to I don't I can't remember which century. yeah. Uh, there is I think French philosopher uh, Rene Descartes. Yeah, so then he proposed this. I think it's him. Uh, sometimes I mix up the name. Uh, so c- correct me. uh, uh there is an experiment of how uh given that what we perceive of the world is is basically electrical uh stimulus through the nervous system to the brain so then um wouldn't it be possible that uh our existence is basically a, a brain in a in a glass bed with probes stimulating the brain and that there's a scientist or technician, if you will, who is basically feeding the senses into the brain. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and that whatever we perceive through the senses is actually just stimulus. And he says that he his, his thought experiment is that, and it wouldn't be it would be indistinguishable between the two. Yeah, meaning that. In our case, we believe that you are physically where you are and you are actually looking at a screen with many people logging on. And then uh, you can hear my voice. I can hear the fan. I don't know whether you all can hear the fan, but I can hear the fan. Yeah. And so on and so forth. You can see, hear, smell, taste, touch. And we can think about things. Um, but the, his step experiment is that all this is just mere electrical signals through the nervous system stimulating the brain. Yeah. And so how it, it wouldn't be distinguishable, it would be indistinguishable the way we perceive ourselves compared to a brain in a vat, Yeah. And of course, from from both scenarios, especially the brain in the bed, then there's a lot more other philosophical questions, existential questions. Uh, one of them would be which is very interesting being then how do you know that the the individuals that you have seen are, are real individuals and not just stimulus being input to you. <laughs> yeah. And in a in a very uh <laughs> almost poetic twist, we are we are now experiencing waste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are now experiencing a meta level of mind only. Yeah. We seem to be in the same room looking at each other, but we are not looking at each other. We are looking at each other through our webcam uh, and the screen. Yeah. But do you feel that you are looking at each other? It does feel like we are looking at each other, right? But you you do know that there's no little hiding behind your screen, right? Of course, are civil you are always making such ridiculous statements, yeah, but similarly, now, by extension, then how about our perception of this world? you know, yeah, so it's very interesting that this school of thought uh, this uh, school of thought in Buddhism, yeah, we should actually find some parallel in the other uh, civilizations as well uh I'm not an expert in the other schools uh, but from what later I know there are some parallels, uh, but when I say parallel, uh, they are not completely identical because the thought experiment of brain in a back posits that there is a technician outside yeah posits that there is someone outside of the brain simulation that is feeding in the input, yeah. In the Yogacara school, the, 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 the premise is a bit different. Yeah? The premise is there's no one person that is in control of what some grand master plan or master simulation. Yeah? That we are all, um, in a way, it's like we are all in a common dream. <laughs> yeah. So, with that in place, um, let's go a bit into the, the precursor to the Yogacara school. According to what i've um, learned from one of my senior uh senior monk in uh, when I was in u s it is that, uh, so he shared with me that uh there are reasons why these different schools came about and in the case of the yogacara school um it is post Madhyamika school yeah or there's some overlap of course or you find that there are a lot of commentaries q and a yeah um uh, between the different schools or so, so it's not as though oh there was Mademika, then Mademika, Mika is Madhyamika, then a disappeared, then there's yogachara no, there's overlap and in fact today there are there we are learning malamka and Yogacara. so it's not that they 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 are mutually exclusive so from what I heard um so uh in the in the Mala Mika school, we, we have to go go into the a bit of why Malay Mika school. So first we have the classical teachings that the Buddha taught two thousand five six hundred years ago, right? So uh, and then when when people come into touch with it, there are people who, who can understand, who can accept. There are people who can't. Those who can, they learn, practice, and gradually attain Arhanthood. Yeah, the first fruit, second fruit, third fruit, up to Arhanthood. So far, so good, no problem. But the Buddha was not the only teacher. There were various ascetics, and then there were the Brahmins also. So of all the different schools, they have different opinions about how this world is. And as a result, then they practice differently. Uh, But over time, the Buddha's teaching became quite prevalent, quite, in a way, you can say popular. Uh, Popular in what sense? Popular in the sense that um, among the, the lay community, there are more and more who are who are drawn to the Buddha and his disciples and their teachings. Yeah. So as a result, they gave more and more support towards the Buddhist monks. And those ascetics of other schools start to not receive more support. So even in the Buddha's time, there were those from other schools who sort of infiltrate into the Sangha in order to make a living. They are not sincere or genuine in learning the Dharma. They just want to learn enough to to sort of uh, live like a monk so that they can get alms and but they continue to advocate their own uh, philosophy, their own teachings and they practice according to their own uh, uh, formal teachings. Uh, So even in the Buddha's time, this happened. Uh, But in the Buddha's time, when any of the monks uh, propose their own uh, deviant view, Buddha is able to be the arbiter to step in and say, No, this is not what I (laughs) thought. Yeah, like where do you get that from? You know, yeah. But post the Buddha's time, yeah, uh, after teaching for 80 years, um, know 45 years, sorry, he lived up to 80 years old, (laughs) he didn't start teaching uh, at childbirth. uh. So, uh, after 45 years, he entered parinibbana, and so after that. Uh, There's consolidation of the teachings into the the first two of the Pitaka, and then uh, the, the 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 Sangha continue, yeah, uh, expounding the teachings. Then, by the time it was Nagarjuna's period, there were those who um, start to uh, advocate the two extreme view of eternalism and nihilism, yeah grasping on to existence and grasping on to non-existence, on the extreme views. So the Madhyamika school, variable Nagarjuna basically bring out the the core uh, essence of dependent arising and emptiness that is found in the Pali canon, that is found in the Buddha's teaching, to refute these these members who are advocating twisted form of the teachings. Yeah. Twisted form of the teachings. Uh, and then in a way, okay, all is well. Yeah? So dependent arising, empty in nature. Uh, then fast forward a while later, by the time variable Asanga and variable Baspandu came about, uh, some of these uh, proponents of emptiness start to take it to the to the logical extremities. Yeah? But uh, it is not that it is a proper logical extremities, but it is that they misconstrue the teaching on emptiness, taking emptiness as non-existence <laughs> and not the non-existence of uh, inherentness uh, characteristic, but instead just pure non-existence. So then they say, um, since all things are empty, then karma is empty also. If karma is empty, then the result is also empty. Then in that case, if I were to kill somebody, then there's no results. <laughs> so then that violates uh, ethics and morality. Yeah. So, um, of course, important thing to note is it is not the fault of the Mademika school. It is not that Mademika school advocate this. It is that they have um, reached a wrong understanding of emptiness so in the yogacara school one of the key um key refutation yeah uh, statement is that that is er kong yeah san kong 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 yeah so it means it's uh incorrect the wrong grasping of emptiness yeah. So you, you misunderstand emptiness. You think that emptiness means uh, voidness, it, that it means nothingness. But it's not. It is not that because of because since karma is empty, then there's no results. No. It is precisely because karma is empty in nature that that's why there's results. Yeah. Because emptiness doesn't mean nothing exists. It does mean something exists. Just that it doesn't exist the way we think. That we think is independent exist, existence. No, that doesn't exist. So that being the case, how, how does the Yogacara school uh, uh, establish that that is the case? So in various commentaries, uh, the two main commentaries that our lineage uh, focuses on is the Mahana samgraha and also the Yogacara sastra oh, So these are two main ones that we um, my teacher teach in terms of the Yugasha school, there are others also. Oh. So, like, we uh, yeah, Song, the 30 uh, verses treatise. Yeah. There's also the Abhidhamma, three yeah, Abhidhamma, uh, Kosa, among others. Then uh, there's Leng Qie Jing, then there's Xinyang Shen and so on and so forth. Oh. So there are many other texts. So, within those, uh one of the key things that stand out is the establishment of the eighth consciousness yeah, so in today's topic in the description uh it says to understand the three characteristics the eight types of consciousness uh, and most importantly, how do we apply it in our lives uh, or is it something just simply so profound that we cannot understand yeah so th- so here we come into the the establishment of uh, some key principles that is somewhat unique to uh, the yogacara school while we say that while, while we know that it is unique to the yugachara school today in certain traditions it is almost like the norm yeah for example you will find that uh, it's quite common to to hear various venerables talk about the mind stream right yeah You will talk about uh, karmic seats uh, but the interesting thing is, many people wrongly conclude that the idea of karmic seeds is a uh creation. Yeah, that oh the later school came out with this idea of karmic seeds. But if you look at the Anguttara Nikaya, Book Three, there is a sutta uh, among others where the Buddha used the analogy of seeds. Yeah, and if you were to go through enough of the uh, of the commentaries. Uh, from the Mahana uh, schools, then you will find that all the schools um, have some basis in the Agamas, in the Nikayas. Uh, in this case, the Yugachara schools' uh, basis for uh, alaya Sits, yeah, consciousness, uh, has basis in the Pali Nosa. Uh, so what is this alaya consciousness? First, uh, in the classical teachings, when we, when I say classical teachings, I'm referring to the Pali text, on. yeah. Uh, I I think it's better to, to to be clear about it this way because um, you can find the 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 Sanskrit equivalent Agamas in the Chinese Mahana canon also, yeah. So instead of saying this is Theravada teaching, uh, it, basically it is the classical teaching. so yeah, Because in the Mahana tradition. This is also recognized. So <clears throat> uh, within the Pali Canon, the classical teachings, there is mention of six different kind of consciousness. Uh, six different kind, right? Uh, what are they? Eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body, and the mind. Yeah. Through these six sense bases, then it can give rise to the six different consciousness. Yeah eyes with the physical form, visible form, ears, audible, sound, smell, uh, nose with the smell, tongue with the taste, and then body with the touch, uh, mind with mental objects. Yeah. So these are known as the, uh, the, the 12 bases, uh, external and internal. Internal, eyes, nose, tongue, body, and mind, external, form, sound, smell, taste, touch, and mental objects. Oh, so yeah. so <clears throat> uh, the two as a basis, yeah, sense uh, base, sense object as a basis, then consciousness arise. So consciousness is basically the functioning of the mind. Yeah, it's basically the, the awareness that arises, the mental awareness that arises, yeah, dependent on the sense base. And by virtue of that, it's named, it is named after the sense base. So where there is visual awareness, visual consciousness of visible things, then we call that eye consciousness. Where there is auditorial consciousness, yeah, uh, based on the ear consciousness of sound, then we call it ear consciousness, and so on. Yeah, so based on the sense base, then we call the Consciousness. Oh. <clears throat> so far, so good. Then in the Yogacara school, <laughs> uh, it establishes further the seventh and the eighth consciousness. Yeah. So seventh consciousness is interesting because se- seventh consciousness is basically the mind, yeah, which is the sense base of the, the the sixth, yeah, sixth consciousness. Because we have sixth consciousness. And then, in the Yoga Chara school, the mind itself is established as the seventh consciousness. So it's also consciousness. Yeah, so it's not it's not separately mind. It's also consciousness. And then <clears throat> uh, the relationship between the seven and the six is number six is like a like a what? <clears throat> It's like a free agent. Yeah. Uh, it's free to do wholesome, it's free to do unwholesome, free to do neither wholesome nor unwholesome. Uh, but it has a good friend, the mind. The mind is the corrupted one. <laughs> yeah. So the mind will come and chut the sixth consciousness to like this, like that, like this, like that. Yeah. So in the in the uh Shara school, the 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 delusional grasping uh link to uh, the wrong view of itself is linked to number seven yeah so far so good one to seven uh, so then from there when uh, when the when we interact with the world through the five senses, our awareness our uh, mental function is actually very mild, very subtle yeah it's still called consciousness, but the functioning is very. Raw, very subtle. So we, in Chinese, we call this liao bie. Oh. yeah. English, we can roughly say this is a, a a raw form of cognition. It's still cognition, but very raw. Yeah. Or sometimes we call call it bare awareness. Yeah. So it's just some awareness. So for example, uh in the Hasutra class, I often give this example. Yeah. Our eyes. Actually, don't don't read things. Our eyes also don't directly see things. We are just able to be aware of colors. Yeah? And even when we are aware of colors, we are not able to give it a name. The naming comes from what? Comes from our mind. Give you an example. Usually, I, I give the example of uh, writing something. Uh, so today, I give it a slight twist. So, for example,
1: what is this? It's called
0: oh, okay. it's called red packet. <laughs> yeah. Why is it called red packet? Because red ma oh, sorry, huh? hey, but yellow lay here got yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally point yellow spot there got red Nowadays very colorful. Ah. So yeah, I turn this side so that I don't accidentally give uh, product placement. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So like that, like that. Uh, can see or not. Cannot like that, like that. Uh, anyway, so we call it red packet. And everybody agrees red packet, right? Yeah. But if you ask Amor, who has no idea of Chinese culture, what do you think you will call it? They may not give it a particular name red packet also, right? They, they may just say, I don't know, this uh this uh is this an envelope or something? Yeah, the first thing that comes to mind, although they see red, but they would they may not call it red also. They, they they will wonder how to call it, you know? Yeah. So for that matter, among all of us, what is this color? Make sure I point the right thing. Red.
1: Right.
0: Uh, red, right? Yeah but how what is it in Hokkien?
1: Um. Uh,
0: that's why it's called Ang Pao Ang Pao Ang comes from this yeah Chinese is Hong uh, Pao Cantonese? 红包, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, always, I always assume you know Teochew uh, Teochew is a, a slightly more uh, attenuated form of Hokkien, then uh, Cantonese, sometimes attenuated of, of the Mandarin, Hong uh, than sometimes anyhow pronounced. So, Japanese is, I don't know how to say power, but I think it's Akai, right? Yeah, red really, is, I think, Akai. Yeah. So, depending on how your mind discriminates, then you call it different names. And that's why when a small kid is oh you know old enough to know that they are receiving this then they may say they may ask mommy what is this this is so depending on what dialect group you teach your kid the different way of saying it yeah so many layers here yeah our eyes itself doesn't have any name for this the name is uh, sort of given by the mind, but the mind also don't have a name for it, actually. the mind is taught, yeah what name it is yeah, I'm sure there's some parallel in uh in western um theory of knowledge yeah how how uh how we we get knowledge of things, yeah, I think there's some uh, theory about it also yeah but from this is also a bridge to the Madamika school. Yeah? Ang Pao is not Ang Pao. That's why, and it's only called Ang Pao. <laughs> so I IS no stone body, the first five consciousness all have these similar traits. Similar in the sense that it's only able to uh, be aware, yeah, and through that awareness present uh, a concept, present an image. When I say image, it's not mere uh, visual. Uh. So it's a bit hard to describe this. Uh. <laughs> the closest in Chinese is called xiang. Uh. And xiang is closest described as an image. Uh. So, uh, but in in Chinese context, xiang uh, is not just visual. Yeah, The primary is visual, but sound is also also presented as a xiang, yeah. Everything is xiang, <clears throat> okay. So so far so good, yeah. So through the senses, the first five senses, then a certain xiang is presented. In ways, in yoga shala school, we quite shi yeah. So shi similar to the meaning, yeah. The e represents is talking about uh the actuality the reality uh, this why is it using the word yi uh, because the concepts the image that we have is the is described as ming uh, yan is described as words that that the mind uses yeah but it is not simply the written form it is the 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 language that the mind uses okay and so language is the nenquan. then the meaning is the shuoquan. so language words point to something right so our concepts in our mind the image in our mind point to something yeah so when you see this in your in your mind you see an angpao appear. the angpao is pointing to this angpao. but now very good. The angpao you see on the screen is not the same angpao as this one. Although, when I wave, you see it wave. But very good, you know. Zoom is such a good teaching tool for uh, yoga. Because when I wave, right, you really think that I'm waving. But if there's a lag, uh, I stop waving, yours is still waving, you know. <laughs> so, from this, you know that it's two different ones, right? Or sometimes hang, right? Then you see, Sifu. But actually I'm still talking, uh, 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 he's not moving at all. How come, uh? How come uh? <laughs> my ventricularism is not very good? <laughs> yeah. So but it's not just Zoom. Yoga trash school is saying that our perception of this world is like that. You know? So the image in your mind is the so-called language of the, of the mind and it's pointing to what is outside. I use angpao as an easy reference. Ah. So the angpao in your mind is pointing to the angpao outside. But the angpao is only si yi. Si, the The in your mind is only similar to the angpao outside. The angpao outside here have money. Your angpao inside there, in your mind, no money. <laughs> but even if I take out the money, the money that you see cannot be used. The money in your mind cannot be used. This one can be used. But in Newcastle, later we will look at whether this money has any essence or so. <laughs> no essence or so. <also. laughs> oh, but back to the Ang pao. So, so far so good. Uh, so, the Ang in your mind is only sim- sien, sien Yeah. So, the moment your consciousness come into contact, then in your mind appear and Ang That appearance of an is similar to what is outside. So far so good. Uh, then the trouble comes. Our sixth consciousness discriminating factor will induce the... Uh, no, seven consciousness discriminating factor will induce number six to go and wrongly grasp on to this <laughs> yeah to grasp onto it and think that the ang pao in your mind is the real ang <laughs> Yeah. So we call this wang <clears throat> So the, the false food discrimination, wang And because of this shi wang the si yi become P ji suo so. So we end up grasping onto all the uh, the, the similar appearance as real. Uh, so this is the pian zhi suo zhi here, uh, ubiquitous uh, grasping you know, to, onto the uh, horizon image you know, that is similar to the thing outside, but actually it's not real. But we grasp onto it as real. So this is the first of the three characteristics. San you know, zhi this is the the骗迹所知性, our our ubiquitous grasping, yeah, just very um, very naturally, you, whatever you see here, smell, touch, taste, touch, or think about, you grasp onto it as real. So there's two layers here, you can or rather two categories here. One is through our first five senses, you see things,
1: right? And then you grasp
0: onto it as real. Whether the angpa outside is real or not, that's another thing. But the angpa inside our mind is definitely not real. This part is easy to understand. But then there's another category, which is we grasp onto what is in our mind, yeah. Because the mind can have, can you can think about the past, you can think about the future, you can also think about the present and present another layer, yeah. Like now. Now that's ang pao, now that's no pao. You can continue, even though Sufu stopped weaving the ang pao, you can continue to think about the yeah? pao. Or you can think about the ang pao that you have received in the past. Or you can think about the ang pao that you are going to receive. And it can feel very real also. Do you agree that it can feel very real? can. That's why you get excited over the upcoming bonus, if you are going to get bonus yeah or you can get disappointed if you hear that our uh, bonus is not going to be very good. You haven't even received it. <laughs> but you get disappointed already? <laughs> you know yeah So from even just at this point, you can see how um, our inability to 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 know clearly that whether it is real or not real. Can have dire consequences on our mental well-being. So don't don't even talk about oh, I want to be enlightened, go and liberate the whole world. Uh. Our our mental, emotional well-being yeah, is is easily affected. Yeah. Just because of this grasping, thinking that it's real. Yeah. But you think about it, at least if I wave the umpound now. At least you can say that there's an external umpire that is real, yeah. So, <laughs> but if now there's no umpire, you I think it's worse, <laughs> yeah. So, so far so good. But why is it that we have this wrong grasping? Uh, so number six, yeah, number six consciousness. Just now we mentioned the first five consciousness only have bad awareness, the bad cognition yeah so liao pie. the sixth consciousness also do that it is also able to be uh, aware uh, but it has superpower hmm. uh the first five consciousness they are they are segregated the eye is only able to be aware of visual form the ear of audible sound and so on yeah but the mind uh, it's like a super super hero, yeah. Uh, or is he's like the the manager, the boss, yeah. Uh, the account manager only in charge of each account, yeah. Whereas the 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 how you call it, the department head, he can have access to all the accounts anytime he want, <laughs> yeah. You know, so number six is also the lauta. <laughs> the lao So. Uh, in terms of awareness, he can be aware of any of the six also. So in the Yoga school or uh, in the various schools, there are, from here there are two divergent uh, opinion. One is the dual one is the East <clears throat> Yeah, and this is before Yoga actually. Yeah, in between the Buddha's time and later school. Yeah, there is this notion that
1: actually is. aware
0: of visual form we call it eye conscious but it's the same then there is the other proponent which is you no know, there are six different ones so some students ask, so is it six or is it one <clears throat> the way the way i look at it is like this say now you're at home right now you're at home some of you are some of you are not uh, like Xiaopang si si is at the buddhist library so now if i ask you where are you then, rightly speaking, some of you will say we're at home, some of you will say I'm at the Buddhist library. Yeah, some of you will say I'm outside. But if I were to say exactly where are you at home, then you may say I'm in the living room, I'm in the bedroom, I'm in the toilet. Huh? I don't know, some I don't know, you know, some of you like to attend Dhamma class in the toilet. Huh? <laughs> or, in the case of Seafa and uh Siu in, you all may say I'm at the library site of the Buddhist library, right? So you can go more granular, or you can more go more brief and generic, yeah? But even when you say that you are in the living room, when you say that you are at home uh, in the bedroom, are you at home or not? You're still at home, right? Yeah, it's just that, depending on the function of the room, then you give it a different name, but you're still at home. It's not that suddenly you're, you're outside. So, in that way, we can say that the the living room is part of the home, yeah, part of the house, yeah. But yet, it's a specific part. Similarly, we can say that it's actually but one consciousness, but it is a specific function of the consciousness. So then, no issue whether it's more many multiple or singular. So far, so good. Then, number six consciousness has further functions it can discriminate uh, yeah it can discriminate it can label it can do a lot of things yeah? so one of the key function is to discriminate and to discriminate it labels meaning San yeah <laughs> yeah so 第 yeah, is able to So, to differentiate, then you must have Ming Yen Anli. So, you must be able to, uh, in a way, you can say that the two are the same. Huh? You give it a name, then it means you are
1: discriminating.
0: You don't give it a name, then not, not discriminating. You can also say that when, only when you can give it a name, then you can discriminate. If you have no name, then you can't discriminate. And so uh, in the Yuga Chara school, we say that in terms of interaction in the external world, the first five consciousness, first be aware, presents uh, the, the the similar uh, uh, image in our mind. And then the six consciousness, discriminate yeah give it a name and then grasp onto the name of the image as the real thing yeah give it a name and then grasp onto this compound and say this is the real thing this is real this is independently existent Uh, so in brief now this is the function up to the sixth consciousness and of course seven we touched earlier so as we go through go about in our daily life, we encounter different different things and then we give it different different names and depending on how the names we give it, then we may discriminate it to be good, bad or ugly. yeah and we may then further discriminate to be pleasant, unpleasant, neither pleasant nor unpleasant. and from there then we may give rise to all the different default states. yeah uh, at some point, through the discrimination, we may then also uh, uh, act or start to act. So at the point when we start to act, then we plant seeds. Yeah. So this is still the classical teaching. Yeah, the discrimination, the, the intent, we act. Yeah. Then you plant seeds. But in the yogachara school, it says that um, <clears throat> uh, the first seven consciousness, all plant seeds. <clears throat> yeah, All of them plant seeds. Plant into some part of our consciousness. <laughs> Again, consciousness. Yeah. Uh, but the main person that is heavily planting seeds is number six. Planting seeds is number six. Oh. So previously, some students have asked, how do we purify the eight consciousness? Yeah. Uh, how can we contemplate the eight consciousness and then transform that into the ultimate reality? Yeah. In the Yogacara school, the only way we can do it is work on number six. Of course, the first five cannot discriminate, it's just awareness. <clears throat> yeah. In some Zen, Zen tradition, that, that state of bare awareness is being. Uh, is giving given an equivalence to uh, an enlightened state, yeah. So in in our tradition, we don't say that that is an enlightened state, yeah. The first five consciousness only bare awareness, ma right. So but we say that there's latent, yeah. There's latent dormant ignorance, yeah. So while we are we are not actively having greed, hatred, delusion, but there's dormant. Uh, ignorance that is present. Yeah. So uh, the key part that we can work on is number six. <clears throat> yeah. And depending on whether you subscribe to the earlier view, yeah. If you if you subscribe to the view that oh five consciousness is pure, then you may think oh all we have to do is shut down number six, then we are, we, are, we attain enlightenment. Yeah, but in, in the tradition that I'm training, as you look at the various commentaries and the sutras, if you manage to so-called shut down number six, purify it to the point where it doesn't have any kind of that kind of uh, discrimination, or, or rather you just abide on the first five consciousness, that is just samadhi, in a way, uh, a form of samadhi. Yeah. But then again, in samadhi, the first five consciousness shut down. <laughs> So, back to the sixth consciousness. So, sixth consciousness, uh, or we can say the first seven consciousness, all plant seeds yeah, in the consciousness, in the mind. But which part of the mind? Uh, so, again, which part of the mind? Uh, so, we, uh, by right, actually no name also. Yeah, For example, in your house, why is your living room called the living room? Have you all thought about it?
1: Is the living room
0: literally living room. If you sleep in the living room, then does it make it a bedroom? Ah, Doesn't make it bedroom. ah. No, sir, according to the gazetted uh URA gazette, that part is under URA floor plan. (laughs) So so if so that means that they cannot change it. Can you can you read can you redo, redo it, and then submit to URA, and then reclassify it? This is the bedroom, and make one of the bedroom the living room, can or not? Can, uh... <laughs> it's not fixed. Not. <laughs> yeah. Is the kitchen really the kitchen? What is the kitchen? What is the kitchen for? What defines a kitchen? the place that you cook, right? Is it also the place that you eat your dinner? By right, it's not, you know, kitchen is supposed to be just for cooking, right? But traditionally in many HDB flat, kitchen combine the dining area inside. So from this, we know that kitchen is not kitchen, it's just called kitchen. And nowadays the kitchen is so small, how to cook? Uh, sufo, we don't cook anyway uh, no no, that may no su, I still cook uh, we kill that. How dare you say we don't cook? we cook and show you so so before uh, before anybody live into the house before t o p nobody is living in the living room, nobody is sleeping in the bedroom, nobody is cooking in the kitchen, nobody is sitting in the in the toilet. Does it make it less of a toilet if no one is cheating? <laughs> but still, there is a toilet bowl. So before they install the toilet bowl, is it a kit a toilet? Rightly speaking, also not toilet now. Then last time, last time toilet, no toilet bowl, only the, that thing. Then is it a toilet? <laughs> then if you have a toilet that only has ur- urinal, then is it not a toilet? Still a toilet, bowl, right? Last time you just have to have a drainage hole, that's a toilet, you can just pee inside that's toilet. <laughs> yeah. So actually a lot of Buddhist teaching points to this. Yeah. Even the in the Yoga trial school itself, it clearly states all this is unleaded. It's just established as such. So it is planted in the mind, but which part of the mind? For your for your convenience huh we we give it a name yeah so call it eight consciousness why why not call it nine consciousness because the last was six then seven months yeah if if in the past in the past if they have decimal if they recognize decimal point they will say six point one six point two six point three yeah <laughs> if we luckily are uh, then at least we just say eight consciousness not six point three consciousness that's eight how about 6.25? <laughs> so, even when we translate the Yoga Drama with my Dharma brother, right? Actually, we start as translate until we, we blur. we like, the same term in different parts of the commentary have different meanings. Sometimes, one paragraph after the other, the same term re as another meaning. It's also having this meaning. Yeah. Sen- one of the, the thoughts that come to mind is I told my Dharma brother, maybe this teaching is trying to tell you. Yeah. Your perplexity comes because you grasp onto the meaning as real. Even the meaning in this text is just established. Which part of it don't you understand? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a joke, huh? or this is not just a spin-off. Huh? You think about it. In the in the uh simile, uh, one of the simile the Buddha talked about non-grasping of the Dharma, right? Fa sang her kong fa. This is found both in the Dhamma Sutra and in the Nikayas, Pali Canon, right? And for the longest time, I'm thinking like, why, why must the Buddha highlight this? Uh? like if a person can reach the other shore, why would the person grasp on to words? they actually Two angles to it. One is that if you cross over to the other side, you shouldn't grasp onto it. The other thing is that if you grasp onto the dharma, the words, you cannot cross over. Also. yeah. And so sometimes, do you find that you get stuck with, hey, how come this this text they use this term, the other but the other teacher used the other term, like. <laughs> you know, of course, if the two terms have radically two different meaning. And especially if it's opposing, then there better be a good reason for it. (laughs) But otherwise, Dharma is also established. Those are unleader. So this is especially true in the Yogacara teachings. Trying to drill this into us. Because that's the very fundamental of our mental constructs. That our mind is the number one script writer, director, producer, everything. It established, yeah, first spontaneously give it names, all kinds of names. Don't know what name, go and ask. Then after that, oh yes, this is called this, there is called that. Then the then the next day, next time someone come and say, Oh, this is A. No, this is B. No, I heard that it's A. No, it's B. Sufu said it's B. No, I heard Sufu say it's A. <laughs> no end to it. How many, how much of our our conflict with people is because of the way we think someone something is this or is that. You know? Yeah. So back to the Alaya Consciousness. So we call it Alaya Consciousness. Yeah, it's it Consciousness. There was one lunch I had. uh, There was one uh, lunch, I think some months back, I think it was supposed to be for Chinese New Year. Yeah. And then it was quite funny because... I, I'm I'm quite simple-minded. People say have lunch, I just go and have lunch. I never think that there's going to be some dhamma discussion about it. it's all venerables. Then suddenly happened to talk about uh some of the teachings and then one of them then then they said then they started talking about how actually alaya, alaya don't mean storage. Then I'm like, is it? All the world we always say it means storage. Right? <laughs> then later, later I think anything. Yeah, maybe originally it doesn't mean storage, lah, but it, it, it probably has some meaning linked to it. But most importantly, throughout the Pali canon itself, there are many times the Buddha reestablished established meaning towards. Yeah. This is this is a, a very very crucial aspect of uh Buddhism <laughs> from day one. Yeah, the Buddha oftentimes uh inject new meaning to existing words, or new angles that maybe people don't realize. For example, the term Nirvana, niroda, it actually doesn't have the meaning we think, or oh, cessation of suffering, that by itself doesn't have that meaning, you know. Do you know that? By itself, it just means extinguishing. So the Buddha was using it as a metaphor of extinguishing of the, of the fire of defilements, the fire of craving and clinging, and hence then suffering ceased. Yeah. But then after a while we dress on to these words as <laughs> yeah, the immutable truth yeah, that is supposed to be called Nirvana. Yeah. So then you have Pali scholar and Sanskrit scholar fighting over whether it should be called Nirvana or Nibbana, or should it be pronounced as Nirvana? <laughs> Do you know that Buddha is not Buddha? It's supposed to be Buddha. And Dhamma is not supposed to be Dhamma, it's supposed to be Dharma. Yeah. <laughs> For the longest time I went Buddha, Dhamma, Sangama. Then <laughs> there was a very uh, there was someone who, who, who then highlighted to me that it's supposed to be Dharma, that the hitch has the that guttural, that sound, you know. That, so how it Whenever you recite Buddha, Saranam, Gachami, you pronounce wrongly, then you are taking refuge in the wrong thing. <laughs> uh, then, Dharma, then, then how about Chinese? Four totally different sounds. <laughs> All established. Most importantly, established to do what? It's established to highlight something that we go back to the earlier part. Yeah? That is that there were those who think since emptiness, then no karma. So establish up to this point and say there is the alaya consciousness with the seeds that is planted when you do things. So you cannot say that there's no results. There is results. Yeah, there is results.
1: The thing that is
0: insubstantial. Is your discrimination? The thing that is insubstantial is the ah uh, okay, can yes, you all may take leave. Uh, so our two two sisters, uh, they are going to represent the Dana giver to go to do Dana offering to Bhante Ratana Sara and to request Bhante Ratanasara uh Bhante Ratana Sara. <laughs> <laughs> to give teachings for the uh october for sgc october yeah uh, so every month we invite one external variable to give teachings huh? uh, so you must take, take the chance to learn you know uh, okay so please take leave have a safe trip uh, remain, remember to keep safe distancing if I met her phone. Remember the check out of Buddhist library? Yeah, the counter staff told me there was one time I almost forget to the check out. Then she said, ah, don't worry, a lot of people stay over at the Buddhist library. <laughs> Not that they stay over, but because they check in, never check out. So it's as though they stay for many days. <clears throat> so this ala consciousness is in a way a a core feature of the, uh, a key feature, a core feature in the uh, yogacara school. So its function is storage of the con- uh, of the seeds, and then um, it maintains the seed, and from uh, from the seeds it maintains the first seven consciousness. Yeah. So there's this uh, this, I, I'm not sure whether symbiotic is relevant here. Yeah, but the if consciousness depends on the first seven consciousness to plant seeds. And the se- first seven consciousness depends on the if consciousness to manifest. Yeah, So it is a loop. Uh, it is a loop. The first seven consciousness is also known by another name, qian qi zhuan shi. And this word <laughs> You have no idea how many times me and my Dharma brother, we, we cannot turn by this word. <laughs> we choose, we think, uh, maybe we use this word. Then after a few months later, actually this word a bit odd. Then okay, change. Then after a few years later, eh, hey, this word, uh, maybe not so suitable. <laughs> so we went through turning, we turn, we went through active we went through transforming we, we went we went through a lot of different rumination we look at different texts different dictionary the the sanskrit dictionary we look at the uh, uh, the chinese dictionary we look at fast at <coughs> yeah so it has many actually it has many meaning so we can roughly say that chenxi zhunsi refers to this seven consciousness that <coughs> Um, it is. It is. Uh, it is active. It is arising, and it can. Uh, it is able to uh, transform. Yeah, uh, able to transform. Uh, I remember one phrase says that it's able to help sentient beings transform from unenlightened to enlightened. But it's not a definite thing. Uh. don't think. Oh, since that's okay, we'll just sit around wait for it to transform. No. Yeah, but it just has that function chuan oh. uh, also have the meaning of Wodong, that means it's the active form. Oh. As opposed to what? As opposed to it consciousness. So if consciousness is for the most part considered a dormant portion of the con- consciousness. Oh. But dormant, 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 but not dormant also. <laughs> yeah. Because it's actively manifesting the first seven consciousness. Yeah. But the besides the part that is manifesting, it still contains many seeds that is dominant. Oh. So the seeds are also <clears throat> uh described using another analogy, which is shin ran uh, or si So the word shin uh the in many texts it is um it is Translated as perfume, you know perfume. Psh, 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 psh. Ah. <laughs> yeah, perfume. Yeah. So the analogy goes: <clears throat> it's just like if you have a piece of cloth, yeah, that's hanging, and then a, a certain distance away, you you burn incense. So today you burn, tomorrow you burn, and over time that piece of cloth would have the smell, the scent of the incense. Even when you are not burning and you remove the incense, the cloth would have that smell already. Yeah, so it's being perfumed. Yeah. So this is the energy found in the, I think you got uh, in the Mahana Sangraha, Siddha Siddha. Shunsi. So, zhongzi uh, shen So the the seeds then give rise to the seven consciousness. So they have this mutual dependency relationship. Uh, What else? So then the question is uh, knowing all this uh, just now we we talked about three characteristics we only talked about the first one. So knowing all this, what can we do? What can we do with this knowledge? Uh, The ultimate goal is attainment of enlightenment. And the attainment of enlightenment found that is described in the Yugachara school, don't be mistaken. uh. A lot of people think that, oh, the different schools have different teachings, so the the path is different. All the schools, yes, in the uh, classical teaching, focus is on Anicca, Dukkha, Anatta right yeah then in the manamika school dependent arising emptiness in nature yeah or, or non inherentness no no self nature then the yukhachara school uh 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 Chara school is uh uh there are a few phrases one of them is this yeah that whatever is uh established through names has no substantiality, so shi wang that it is illusory, uh, is insubstantial, but mere consciousness, so it seems to be different right, but you must know, uh, this is above and on top of the Noble Eightfold Path. You cannot just learn to sutra and then just run with it uh, without the eight, Noble Eightfold Path. Uh, you cannot just say, oh, I learned the the, the the emptiness. Then I don't have to practice precepts, samadhi, and develop no wisdom. I just develop wisdom. Because all this teaching is about the wisdom part. Right? Similar, Similarly, in the nikaya, you cannot just say, oh, anicca dukkha anatta. Then I don't have to observe precepts. I don't have to meditate. No, huh? you don't do that, right? When you learn anicca dukkha anatta, Yeah? In permanent suffering, no self. You still have to practice the noble eightfold path, right? Ah. this anicca dukkha anatta. Where does it come in? It comes in at all areas, also. Yeah, but mainly on the right view portion. Yeah, mainly on the right view portion. Yeah, so similarly, when you learn about emptiness, when you learn about the Yugashara teaching, you. When you plug it in, you plug it into the right view portion. Yeah, It helps you to look at things differently. Yeah, And then as you practice, then you verify whether that is the case. So then how do you verify in the case of uh, Yucatara school? So my teacher's approach is, <clears throat> for a start, try this first. So first step, try to see that all the things that we see are just names that is established.
1: First step. Yeah. Anything that you can think of is just established true names. Now think about it. Think of someone you
0: like. But don't use any names. Don't don't use any descriptor at all. Are you able to think of that person?
1: Blank, uh. <laughs> uh, think of your favorite food. Can can you think of your favorite food without any
0: names, any concepts? Cannot. You know? uh, so everything is just established through names. Yeah? Now, of course, if you go further, then there are some subtle nuances inside out. but for the sake of today's session, let's just go with this first. Let we say Names, second part, Names has no uh, substantiality. Yeah. So it has no substance. Uh, Then in the, again in the Mahana Sangraha, then there's a few uh, examples given. When you say water, you don't quite. It doesn't quench your thirst. When you hear fire, it doesn't burn your ear. Yeah. But when people say you're pretty, oh, well, you feel happy. <laughs> when people say you're smart, oh, well, you feel very good. When people say stupid idea, you feel hurt. <laughs> That's our problem. <laughs> so why 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 is it the case? Eh? When we think about it. Water doesn't quench our thirst, fire doesn't burn our ear. Eh, cannot, very easy. I say, hey, you gotcha, very simple. Then, then you say, ah, Sifu. hey, eh, so easy that? No lah, who teach you this stupid idea? When you get this stupid idea? Then you, Sifu, call me stupid. <laughs> huh? Why is it the case? Because it's so deeply entrenched. We are so entrenched into the into the meaning of words. Doesn't mean that words have no meaning. Eh? It has conventional meaning. It has agreed upon meaning. But it doesn't have the substance of what it's supposed to mean. <clears throat> Can you understand? Water has the meaning of water law. <laughs> yeah. But only because we agree. So it's the agreed upon meaning. And even though we agree upon it, it still doesn't have the substance of water. Concrete, cement, is supposed to have the meaning of what we use to build houses. But you cannot just go around the construction site: concrete concrete concrete, 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 concrete. Then if you have one, <laughs> cannot, cannot. Uh, <laughs> it does. It still doesn't have that substance. So. How to make it effective, reflect oftentimes. Yeah. So first part, reflect how whatever you can see here, see, hear, smell, taste, touch, and think of are built on top of words and concepts. And then second part, words and concepts have no meaning. Yeah. Oh, it has meaning, but no, no substance of the meaning, rather, or oh, so, <clears throat> when should you do this, do the second part? Not when, someone, when, not when you are having an argument. Uh. <laughs> By the time you are having argument too late. Uh. <laughs> the very reason why you are having argument is because you press on to all this as well. So, you must do it before you get angry, before you are having argument. Yeah, When you are in a train station, ding dong, attention all passengers, there is going to be a delay in the train service. Passengers who are in a rush, please start to meditate. <laughs> if you hear this announcement, give yourselves that you're probably dreaming already. <laughs> probably will not happen in a long time. <laughs> Maybe they should do that, right? Attention, all passengers, this world is not real. So the not real train is stuck in a not real. Uh, Predicament, <laughs> so it's not coming anytime soon. Yeah. Why is the train not here yet? Because there's no condition for the train to appear. Uh, I think if the train station start doing that, the first thing that will break down is the is the speaker. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm serious. Huh? When it's like day to day like you know sometimes we, we are uh when i' waiting for a train or whatever right then you see see the sign box yeah you see the signbot right mm-hmm. see oh let's say somerset m r t you can reflect somerset yeah somerset m r t
1: does does this have any meaning you can reflect when reflecting just having Somerset MRT, then does
0: it make it so? But right, Somerset MRT is a it should be a train station, it should be functioning, right? But if it's if it's if just because you have these words that is it's functioning, then trains will never be late, Ma. <laughs> the fact that it's late because it's just caught a train station doesn't mean there will be train. <laughs> every aspect and reflect, especially the, the very ordinary things. The moment, you, let's say you are waiting for a bus and you see a car, bus, right? then you immediately, spontaneously you think car, and uh, then you go and reflect. The word car has no essence of the car, has no substance of the car. Uh, initially, it's, it's very mechanical, but just do it. You do it over time, then it becomes. it becomes more familiar, uh, then there's a point where you ah. <laughs> uh, then slowly you can try this. After you are more familiar, then you try on past incidences. Yeah. In the past incidences where you are affected by what people say, uh, you can go and reflect. You can go and reflect those words are uh, also in in substantial. Yeah. They are also. It doesn't have the essence of what it points to. Okay, can do that. Then, after that, you can reflect on the future. Yeah. Whatever that is going to, that you think is going to happen in the future, is but fabrication of our mind. And it's based artificially established through the mind. (laughs) It points to something, but it is not that something. And for that matter, that something don't exist yet. <laughs> right. This takes takes time. Why does it take time? Because as you do this, then you are planting new seeds. You are planting planting seeds of purity, seeds of wholesomeness, seeds that is in line with reality. Yeah. Uh, then we start to shunran, qing jing wu ran. So if you plant more of the seeds, then in future, the, the seven consciousness that arise, start to be more attuned, more and more attuned to reality. To the point where one day, one moment, every day you wake up, you join us for the morning seat, 6.30 to 7.30. You can come at any time, <laughs> plug in the advertisement here. <laughs> then one day you meditate, one moment you are unenlightened. Then you reflect, then another moment when you hear ding, bell, the sound, the sound itself has no word bell. Uh, uh, the word bell points to the sound, but it's not the sound, the sound has no name called bell. And then next moment, <laughs> oh, you are no longer a putujana. you are now an Arya pugala. Now you become fan oh. then I say, sado, sado, sado. Oh. so uh, there are many more things about Yukachar school, yeah, uh, but for a start this this uh, can be helpful oh uh a huge part of what I share with you all is from the lessons that my teacher has given. Part of it is from one of the talk uh, that my teacher gave in, I think if I don't recall wrongly, was in Los Angeles, in my first trip back to US with my teacher. He gave a one-off talk, uh, Yeah. So one, one of the things I can remember from that talk was his emphasis to reflect on how words have no meaning, have no substance. So I hope this um, helps you to open a window into the very uh, rich uh, comprehensive world of Yugachara uh, and uh, help you to appreciate the teachings and Dhamma and bring about benefit and welfare to you and people around uh, it is now treated the wow, uh, one. Let's examine.
1: C'est